All right, so stick with me here. Um, I can't stop thinking about this video that I saw uh, while I was watching a compilation of fail videos on YouTube recently. Um, let me just outline what happens. So there's a sloth uh, hanging on to a rope and it's trying to eat a piece of fruit. Um, and then from out shot, a monkey uh, runs across the rope, grabs the fruit, and the sloth is so slow it can't catch the monkey as it runs away eating the fruit that it was about to eat itself. Now, why can't I stop watching that or thinking about it? Well, firstly, it's a fun video. Everyone loves to see a sloth and a monkey getting up to mischief, right? But realistically, why am I telling you about this? It's because, in a certain sense, you are the monkey and your competitors are the sloth. I haven't lost it. Uh, there's a great coherent message to this, and it's this. There are huge revenue opportunities to be had right now in going after your competitors' customers. The market is, like the sloth's fruit, ripe for the taking. Why? Well, most companies are looking to make cost savings at the moment, and that includes on your product category. The question is, what do you do to make sure it's you who ends up with the revenue rather than your competitors? Customers are going to be making new buying choices this year. How are you going to be the person that they buy from? There's a four-part playbook here, just broadly outlining the steps. And we have a heap of content on the Powered by Search site about competitor comparisons and running competitor campaigns and generally positioning yourself in the marketplace. So you got to read that stuff too. But the simple playbook is this. One, understand which customers of your competitor you're uniquely positioned for. Two, dial in your messaging around your competitor's customers' most current needs. Three, evaluate your existing offers and make changes. And four, update your campaign strategy. Let's start with number one understand which customers of your competitor you're uniquely positioned for. Here's some uncommon wisdom. You don't want all of your competitors' customers. Some of them, frankly, will be a nightmare for your business. They'll want features that are not on your roadmap. They will take up more of your time in terms of support or just any kind of attention, sales. They might want things done for them like paperwork that you're not willing to do. You don't want them all. You only want the customers that are a better fit for your product and business than for your competitors. These customers will stick around for a long time and that'll increase your lifetime value as a byproduct. And the ones who aren't ready to convert will move along your pipeline in a meaningful way to the point where they do convert hopefully at future. So it's important to know in which ways you were differentiated from your competitors. Now, recently I shared this uh, quick, dirty framework for understanding your positioning. Uh, although we do have a much longer and much more clarifying uh, activity, the SaaS positioning canvas on our website. So you can just Google SaaS positioning canvas powered by search and you'll find that. But uh, try filling out this statement. Many customers pain point. And so our competitors do their solution, but we think our unique worldview is better. So we are differentiated solution. 
Now, doing this exercise will give you clear positioning uh, and make sure that your whole team is aligned because that's often a common stall for the growth engine, that the team isn't aligned on the transformational promise that you're making to your best customers. Start with this position. Start with this positioning exercise. Otherwise, you'll end up off course later. Number two is dial in your messaging around your competitors' customers' most current needs. That was a mouthful. What do I mean? Well, your customers' needs in late 2022 and early 2023 aren't the same as previous iterations of their pain points, okay? They are likely more budget and risk conscious right now. So spend at least a couple of hours talking to your most recent customers this week to work out what's top of mind for them right now. We did a masterclass with Georgiana Laudi earlier this year, and she pointed out to me that it's the recent customers who hold the most relevant insights to messaging because they literally just spent time evaluating options and chose yours to solve their pain. Now, if you've got a folder and someone literally did pass me a folder of 2021 research this week uh, and said that we understand our customers, you should take the time to update it right now because the needs of 2021 or even earlier in 2022 are not the same pain points that your customers may have today. They will have evolved. Your market will have evolved. And in any case, the conditions that your market and your customers find themselves in have definitely evolved. Make sure that your messaging and your understanding of pain points really aligns to the situation of 2023. Number three is evaluate your existing offers and make changes. Now, an undervalued piece of information is this. Your offer should respond to your ICP's pain points. Now, I talk about pain points a lot, and we just literally said this but I'll I'll reiterate it because it's important. Those pain points are likely different now, and so should your offer be. What do I mean by offer? Well, there are two elements to this. The first element is the information or action that you're offering right now. So does a case study work? That's a piece of information. Well, maybe it works. But would a scorecard be better suited to your customers' pains right now? Are you offering a consultation call? Well, maybe. But maybe you should think about offering some kind of assessment instead. Whatever it is, think about this. Is it the thing that your customers' pain points could be resolved by right now? And the second part of this whole thing is... Is this a practical offer? So are you asking, for example, your customer to take the risk in paying you, or would it be better to offer value first and charge later? That's just one example of the practicality and delivery of an offer where you might think about updating and making changes based on your customer's current pain points. And then the fourth thing, and this is really very practical and so practical that I can't give you a definitive list, but you should update your campaign strategy. So your ad creative, your content, your emails, your one-to-one messages with prospects, those should all be changing in response to the things that I just mentioned. Realistically, this means auditing everything that you're doing and coming up with a list of, here's what we need to do, 
in order to adapt to our market needs right now. I hope this was helpful. Now, if you need help with all of this, thinking through your 2023 strategy, I would love to talk to you. Just go to poweredbysearch.com and click on the work with us button there. You can get a free marketing plan from our team that will help uncover the opportunities that maybe you're not seeing, but you're already paying for. I'll see you next time. Take care.